Greetings and salutations. This is Dak, and this is Dak on Life. I'm back, and this is the second time I'm recording this because some nitwit, i.e. me, clicked the button on his gaming mouse. I didn't even know that button was connected to anything other than for games, but guess what? I gotta be more careful. Today, let's talk about being courteous, being thoughtful. I'm not just showing some love. And I don't mean, you know, hopping into bed and rutting. And if you want to do that on your own spare time, hey, I know I do. Ha. But anyway, situation I've been put in lately, as of yesterday, was a housemate went to Florida. Yeah, on vacation. He got a test before he came back. Went out on another outing after the test. And then flew from Florida to Baltimore to Rochester. And still hasn't gotten a COVID test. I am at risk for catching COVID. So... The question I will pose is, do you or would you, if in that situation, get a COVID test, kind of resolve any fear of anyone, you know, catching it? Or because you don't believe in it, do you just sit around the house smug and with an attitude because you did want to get it? Now, if you want to go back to work here in New York State, you have to get a COVID test to prove that you're not positive for the disease. But there has been no movement to do such a thing. And personally, and it's my, it's for me, I don't feel comfortable walking around the house with him here. At least not until I know. It's a precaution. It's a courtesy. And it's being thoughtful. Well, going to Florida was not thoughtful. Especially with the high risk of being in Florida and catching COVID. Wasn't thoughtful. Not at all. But people want what people want. And people will do what they want to do. Um, you know, it's really convenient to side with the people that are that don't believe the virus is as serious as they say they are <clears throat> i guess if you don't know anybody that has died from it, it it probably wouldn't be so what i don't understand is is the individual just thoughtless um, did he just want what he wanted? And now he doesn't want to go because the test is uncomfortable? Heck yeah, the test is uncomfortable. But you know what? I have a couple of doctor's appointments coming up that I need to get a test for. I'm going to go get the test. And I'm not going to complain about it. It is what it is. Personally, I say stop being a child. And get out there and go get your test. 
But as soon as this guy, guy got home, and instead of looking to get a test, he goes shopping. So if he does have COVID, he could have spread it to other people. Because all he has is a cloth mask. It's, it's the paper masks. It doesn't really do anything. Um, it has been suggested to wear two masks. I've seen people wearing two paper masks and a cloth mask. Um, bravo, I guess. Me, I feel comfortable with just wearing a cloth mask. I don't go anywhere. So, I'm not likely to spread anything. But, again, I'll ask you. Whether or not you believe the COVID is as serious as it is, would you go get tested to relieve somebody's stress? Or do you not? And go around as though nothing happened until you feel like doing it. It's a courtesy. By all means, it's a courtesy. Not to mention that uh, I believe it's a law to have to go do that. <laughs> so either way. But would you do it in a timely manner so people didn't feel like they had to be trapped in their prospective rooms while you roam free Possibly or possibly not spreading the dreaded melody. I heard that one off a YouTube channel. Um, yeah, the dreaded melody, COVID-19. So, what would you do? Anyway, moving on. There's thoughtfulness. There's being courteous. Um, I have a thing lately. If I haven't used something in years, if I'm absolutely not sure I'm going to need it, or had had plans to get another one, perhaps something better, do you try to sell that? I'm not talking a car. Um, I'll put it into perspective. I got a tripod that held a GoPro. Not a full-size camera, a GoPro, and or a cell phone. And it was plastic. It wasn't very sturdy. So I decided that I have a friend that has a YouTube video, you know, YouTube channel rather, and his friend was trying to hold and film for hours on a cell phone. And it seemed quite shaky. So I said, hey, you know what? I bet you my friend could use this. So I asked him. And at first I said, use it. And then I found another one that was a good price. So I bought another one. And I just passed it on to him. Would you pass on something? somebody else could use or do you throw it out or try to sell it I know a family that uh, they it's almost in, insistent that if you offer something to somebody that they should give you some money for it 
or something else, at least trade. Um, I always thought it was odd because if you wanted to give something to somebody, then you give something to somebody. My son in the Philippines was in the habit of getting snacks, but instead of getting snacks, he had to pay for them. Even though it was the family store, he ended up having to pay for them. So he would go around and do some work, get his money, get to the family store. I think that's fantastic. I was kind of bummed though. Just one day I wanted to give him something that I had made that they were selling in the store and they wanted him to pay for it. I had to step aside my feelings and let that happen. So it's just the lesson they were trying to teach the child. And he still does it. He still buys things from the store and candy and cookies and chips. Sometimes he buys a can of sardines. It's the Philippines. Sardines are like a staple product. You can put it in here. You'd probably shove it in ramen. Um, but also concerning thoughtfulness is I was coming out of a store and not far away from the store is a is a place where drug dealers congregate and sell their drugs they creep up toward the store once in a while and the store owner shoes them away it's i don't know it's quite maddening they want to get as close to the corner as possible i don't know why they just don't seek another corner but they don't an individual um older, very older, who was having trouble crossing the street. I think the eyesight didn't seem so good. And this young man, drug dealer, ran across the street and helped this old lady across. Just so, and even helped her into the store because she had trouble getting, there's a step that goes into the store. So they had she had trouble getting in, he helped her out, let her go, went back to doing what he was doing. That struck me as like, wow. Puts a human face on anybody when they do that, despite what they're doing. Somewhere in there is some humanity. I mean, their business is basically, in the end, um, addiction and killing people. Addiction can lead to death if you don't stop. Heart attack, stroke, whatever. And these people assist that. And yeah, I have a low opinion of that. I really do, especially dealers that intentionally make addicts. They seek out a certain personality. And they drop drugs into their food and drinks as they befriend them. And when they're addicted, they'll go, oh, here, this is, this is what you need. 
And then later they said, well, this is what you need, but you got to give me. But this gentleman, despite his chosen profession, helped this old woman across the street and into a store. That's courtesy. There's some love still there. That surprised me. What surprises you? I mean, is there anything that surprises you? Is there anything that you've seen that shows the love? Um, I notice customer service seems to be up, at least online. Believe me. Well, even I even went to Home Depot. Wouldn't you believe it? Um, I had to go to Home Depot to get something to fix a household appliance. And I walked through the door and for the first time since the store had been open, a woman stopped, an employee stopped and said, hi, welcome to, welcome to Home Depot. I couldn't say anything back. I was so shocked. I'm like, wow, there were actually people there to help me find what I was looking for and willing to help me. Shoot, before the pandemic, I couldn't find anyone. Shoot, you couldn't even hear, you couldn't even hear the birds chirp or the crickets sing. It's, it's like everybody knew I was looking for something and they were all hiding. Most of what I saw were employees having extensive chats during working hours. There's a lack of courtesy. But on that particular day, I got all the help I needed. That's pretty cool. That was a good feeling day. You know, and I put it on, I do Google reviews. And I put it on my Google reviews. I like the little perks, the points. I like getting points. Um, Cause I like, I'll confess, I like to play Pokemon Go. It keeps me walking. Walking is boring and I have to walk. And although I can't do too much out this weather, I do appreciate the points because I can buy things with them on my video games. My video games are exercise related, hey. <laughs> they really are. Um, Pokemon Go is based on your location. Your cheap, it uses your GPS to see where you are. You catch Pokemon, you get to walk, you get a nice exercise. And the more you walk, the more you can catch, the more places you, you can stop and get more things. Wow, it's kind of like life, only virtually and more fun. But while I'm out, I don't do it while I'm driving. It's illegal. Um, I can only imagine that. Oh my gosh. Trying to use Pokemon Go throwing them Pokemon while you're driving. That's just crazy. I don't think you can. <laughs> I don't want to find out. 
But when I'm walking around, despite whatever I'm doing, I say hello to people. And you know, it took a while. I, I did an experiment because my neighborhood is not the greatest of the great. I don't walk around mansions or anything like that. I, I live in Rochester, New, New York, um, in the vicinity of what used to be called Ghost Town. So, it's named Ghost Town because of all the abandoned houses that were around. See, my area became largely rentals after I grew up. And there were a few, and you could always tell a rental because the landlords didn't take care of it, and neither did the people renting the place. I didn't think it was their jobs, and I don't know about the landlords. I never talked to them. Um, so there you are. There's no courtesy there. It's everybody has to do. They're going to take care of it. But I traveled through this neighborhood. Nobody even wants to look at you, much less say good morning. So I wonder how long would it take me walking along, saying good morning to people before they started saying it back. And I was at the time I was doing a mile and a half walk. It was a mile and a half walk there. It was a mile and a half walk back. And as I would walk down, I would say, hey, good morning. Hey, good morning. You know, or good afternoon. How you doing? Oh, how you doing now? If it was a person I said good morning now to. It only took a few weeks before people started saying good morning back or asking me how I was doing before I had a chance to. The place you live in doesn't have to be miserable. I don't know the people well enough to know whether or not I'd hang out in their house, but I do know that they are human beings. And kind words can go a long way to help someone's day. And that's where I'm at. I've taken care of myself today. What is it I can do to help someone else? I don't mean going and giving $50 to somebody with a sign on a street corner. I couldn't anyway. Shoot, some days I want the sign. But I'm talking about going up to someone or walking by them and say, hey, good morning, how are you? A friendly, hey, how you doing today? You okay? It's was a grand experiment. And I'll repeat it. I'll repeat it, especially when I see what I saw with that young man and that old woman. So I encourage you, if you can, I'm sure you can be selective enough to know who you can say hello to and who, who you can't, because I do realize 
there's people in worse neighborhoods than I am. So, just walk by, see how long it takes for someone to say good morning back or ask how you're doing. If I hadn't gotten sick, I would have, I'd still be doing this. I'd still be saying hello. Hello. <laughs> I enjoy it. Um, I give things out of need. Like when I got back, my laptop was just so dated. I was 10 years old, practically. And my son got me a 14-inch laptop. And I appreciated it. And I was using it and I put more RAM in it and I made it the best it could be um, my son and I were playing games together and it was impossible for me to play some of the games because it was just such a poor laptop so I got another one with a bigger screen it was equally as poor at playing games I do finally have a decent laptop. I'm still paying my son for it. <laughs> That's the least I can do. It was expensive. So, I have this 14-inch laptop. It's got a 14-inch screen. It's basically an office laptop. It's hanging around. My The other one, my son got me the larger one. I will give to my wife. But I have this one. I have a friend. I gave them my old laptop. It's finally dying. Well-built laptop back then. So I have this 14-inch laptop. They can't afford anything like me. I'll just give it to them. They can have it doesn't bother me. I wasn't using it. It was just sitting around. Um, the poor quality, I'm kind of embarrassed to sell it. <clears throat> it was something I, I needed something at the time. But if they can use it, they could advance themselves with it. Yeah, they can have it. No problem. That's awesome. Just no sweat off my nose. hope they use it well. Can you do that? Are there things that you can say, hey, you know, I don't need these. What am I going to do with it? Just give it away. They said I got sick. So I started going through things that I haven't used and decided that if I was going to leave this house, go somewhere else at any time, there's no point in having all the massive, figuratively speaking, crap around. So, I either give it away, and if it was no good, I threw it out. I gave it away, I didn't think nothing of it, and I didn't want to sell it. It wasn't that it would take up my time, it's just that somebody could use it. Somebody would make use of it. And if they made money, I hope they needed that money. I really do. 
but we're coming up on to 25 minutes. I hope courtesy, thoughtfulness, and giving. Giving without regrets. I don't regret anything I've given away the past month. And I hope that if you decide to give something away, just don't regret it. It's a choice, you know. Regret is a choice. It can be, oh, I can't, I can't believe I gave it away. Uh, or you like, yeah, well, I gave it away. And now I need something for it. Oh, my God. Don't do that. There's no point. You did what was you, you needed to do at that particular time. Don't give away somebody else's stuff, by the way. That's just not cool. <laughs> it really isn't. But anyway. I'll close with that. Courteousness, thoughtfulness, giving. It all leads up to agape love. Can you do... Can you work the change? Well, with that, I'm going to say... Good luck, Godspeed, take care, wear your masks, and if you're anywhere that is cold, I hope you can keep warm. My friends in Texas, I hope you guys are okay. I see some jokes about snow in Texas, but I also know the seriousness of what you're going through. And you have my prayers. I hope you can make it through spot on come out of it healthy. Everyone else that has come up, I hope that you tune in again and keep tuning in. I'll be making more now that I'm doing better. And again, have a good day.